two boys in the protein shakes. Eh? I'm sitting here with a Coke Zero. It's easy to know who the fitness boys are here. <laughs> sure, for Bob, right? Is that you recording? Of course, it's me recording. You never tell me any time you hit this, right? So, welcome back. Uh, another great episode up here. We've actually got a guest for the first time ever. I think I've organized somebody to come on. So, I'm actually happy with who it is. This is good. So, it's Sean Casey. A lot of you will know him from Instagram. If you haven't, we're following. The content's really, really good. Uh, I don't know. See, whenever people ask about like introducing yourself, I don't know. Just give us a wee bit about yourself then. Just who you are. It's probably the best thing for anybody that doesn't know. Yeah, I fu- I fucking hate introductions. That's the first thing. Every time I'm on a podcast and someone tells me to introduce myself, I'm like, fuck. But once I get over that, I'll be sweet. But like, just to give a brief sort of overview. So, in the past year, roughly, I have started. Uh, like, I became a personal trainer and started making content. Basically, to sum the full thing up in the the shortest way possible, I went from being an absolute wreckhead with no goals, just partying in the Holy Lands all the time, to now apparently I'm making videos for hundreds of thousands of people, even millions some weeks, and I've got my own business. I'm just absolutely fucking winging it. But the main thing I do is just I make content to help people for free, and then I've built a business off the back of that, and I just try and have a laugh. Like, I don't take myself seriously at all. And I think that that is, that that, if people watch my content, they'll see that I'm different from most sort of personal trainers. I'm just, I'm laid back. I don't really care. I wing it, and just everything hopefully works out in the end. That's it, I'll keep it as short. Yeah, I I think that's good introduction, to be fair, because see, when people ask me, like to introduce yourself, I'm like, oh, it's totally, and you're just like, fuck, I'm not, and I'll say, I think that's bang on. Do you know what I think straight off the bat a lot of people will be interested in is, what made you go from like was there a turning point whenever you were drinking in the lands or going at it and then you just go you know what this isn't for me or did it just happen all of a sudden or was there like a a, like a pitfall or something was there a certain moment there was there was there was lots of moments and it was just build up because a lot of the time right so when you're when you're everyone in this country sort of drinks from a young age and drinks fuck loads and then when you go to uni it's just a normal thing to be doing so it's quite easy to get drawn into the trap of just thinking it's normal to be drinking two three times a week and just partying and like you're just you're just living from party to party far enough you're doing a degree but i was doing business study so it's not really saying much you had like two and a half hours worth of class that you didn't even go to each week but you thought since you were at uni that it was just a normal thing to do and it was a normal thing to do so i was just sort of getting getting on with it like everyone else was and then there was a few turning points where i was like right what am i actually doing here like where am i going because i was doing a degree that didn't have much interest in the job prospects from a degree in business studies especially if you're coming from ulster university just aren't really great at all and i was like what that what what am i actually looking to do in life and then i was just looking around i was like "Is, is this it and then i sort of started getting into fitness and stuff like that and I cut back on the drinking and then that was around sort of that was around January of 2020 wasn't it 2020 well fuck I don't even know just before COVID yeah just before COVID so that when I that was when I was beginning to wise up but then COVID forced me to wise up COVID pushed me into that because now you're in lockdown and you can't go out you can't drink and you can't do anything so it was sort of edging towards it and I was like right I want to do something different but as soon as lockdown hit I literally had no other chance or no other nothing else to do and that's when I it was the May then when I made my first YouTube video and it wasn't even uh, PT or anything at the time I just started making videos for free and I sort of really I put myself out there like fuck because no one was no one done that in the local area like no one really made youtube videos and especially me as someone who had a better reputation for like just living for the weekend and being a bit of a party animal but i was like you know what i was reading a lot of books and stuff and it was more it was like just the you know the the typical books that you start to to read the four-hour work week and stuff like that and it was sort of like pushing me in this direction i was like right i'm just going to go for this i slapped out i started i done a youtube video and then from there obviously with lockdown that's just all i was doing and then when we we came out of lockdown i just i just continued to do it so it was like an easing into it and then lockdown like forced me and pushed me into yeah so you used your time wisely i think the real thing there as well, I think, Michael, I see whenever you're, you're drinking constantly lands, it's not like you're going to have just one bad day. You start to be like, you start to get the realization that your life's happening to you rather than you're actually taking control of it. And then you sort of, you definitely hit the same thing as me. You're like, my degree is complete water. It's complete piss yeah. in a bucket. And you're sort of like, fuck, what am I actually going to do in my life? And I think a lot of people get that. And then they try and like ignore it. Yeah. Joe. Mm-hmm. Most, pe- most people get that in, in uni. They get that certain point where they're like jesus is this really for me you know if if i've pumped in a year into this i'll give it two and then when you're in the end of two years you know it's not for you and you end up blowing another year or another two years yes and 
then on the other side of things, with non-academic side, you get the boys who go in with a blaze of glory in the first year, drink all first year. They don't realise, and I've been over this with loads of students from running student nights in the Hatfield and stuff. They drink on a Sunday night. They drink on a Monday night at Scratch. They drink on a Tuesday night at the Hatfield. They drink on a Wednesday night at fucking Limelight or Thompson's. Then Thursday night, they normally take off. But then Saturday night, they go out with their mates. And before you know it, you're drinking five nights a week. You are, in, you are in the best part, probably on the verge of alcoholism at that point. But <laughs> yeah, you don't like, no, really under, yeah. you don't understand it's it because you're like, up. no, I don't go out. Like I only go out on like on a Monday, and I don't drink much on a Tuesday. But I, I, I do all day in the Rose and in the Hatfield on a on a Tuesday and Wednesday, and then I'm drinking twelve hours on a on a on a Wednesday. But I don't drink on a Thursday, and I definitely don't drink on a Friday. But then I go out with the lads on a Saturday, and then mm-hmm. and it spills on to the Sunday, and then it starts again. And before you know it, you're like. Look, and then you you realize, geez, what? Well, imagine having all that extra money, or mm-hmm. imagine actually the the amount of time I spend in in bars or in clubs that I, I actually put to something that I'm interested in. And it always you can see, as you said, some of the biggest sash heads, like I'll not name names, but from over the years that I've seen come through the doors of the Hatfield, they have that awakening, the click. Like some of these boys, like. One of probably Down's best footballer at the moment. I remember that boy coming in the half field and an absolute mess of a human being. And now he seems like he's got all his shit together. He's playing better football. He's more fit. But if I would have looked at him five years ago, probably four years ago, he was just at that point where he needed that wake-up call. And I think a lot of ones get it, but I think you also have to be, you know, you have to be willing to find that wake-up call because some boys just love the just love the crack too much yeah i think people hit the snooze button on the call of oh i like i'll put this off i'll put this off or they're they're like panicking about it and then they get emotional and then they're like you know what i'll go back to drinking on the weekend and they don't realize <laughs> that alcohol is a depressant like if you drink it loads it's gonna it's like any drug too much caffeine fucks your head too much alcohol fucks your head but people don't think about that they think you know drugs ecstasy weed they think well fair enough weed's not like a hardcore one but like that's when people think it's fucking you but technically alcohol is a drug if i'm correct and like yeah. it, it, is, Any, it is anything anything that alters your state of mind is a drug yeah, yeah so it, sh- it shows like it's case of like that's the sort of thing where like you don't realize but i think like for example you got i definitely got that wake-up call for me it was a case of i completely went on fucking three-day benders mm-hmm. and wouldn't sleep and then was like completely questioning my life so i had an all-time low whereas it seems like you didn't you almost just sort of question i think more people will actually get relate to that and then it's just a case of you actually put that time from drink you just change as mickey said you just change your priorities you change it from having the crack and going out to like right i want to put myself ahead in life and i think that's probably the, it's not a defining moment it's just what you've actually done it's not that hard it's just a case of you've just yeah. put your time into something more wise but i i needed that like a lot of people yeah. ask me about like my biggest regrets my biggest mistakes if i could go back what i would do differently and I always say nothing like because if i never went through that phase and never done all that i wouldn't have got it out of my system like i feel like i got a lot of the stuff that i need to get out at a young age and you see people who never really go out and have the crack when they're like in school say sick form and even at the start of uni and then when, when you get to this age just start going mad at it like i feel like i've done all that it's in yeah. the past i've learned from the mistakes that i've made and now i, I, I don't i don't feel the need to do that like i'll still go out for example i was out over the weekend and I'll still go out the odd weekend and have a drink and I can do that but it's not a case of I feel like that's my whole identity and I need to do it every weekend yeah. it's more so I can do it when I want to and I actually do enjoy it when uh, when I go out and have a drink because it's actually deserved and it's not just every weekend for yes. the sake of doing it but I definitely feel like I needed to get that out of my system at a younger age and I have no regrets about anything that I've done because it's all it all uh, connects together and leads you to where you are now like yeah I think I, I definitely agree. I think Joe, it's a good thing to dive into too. Is like, see, a lot of people that will be listening, they will be making content or they'll just be considering starting something. And obviously, the easy advice is to get started. But do you, what do you think is the difference between, say, somebody that started at the same time as you, but isn't doing as quick? Like, for example, you, there's probably nobody growing locally or in Northern Ireland, probably as fast as your TikTok and your Instagram right now. Like, you're gaining quite a lot. Like, every time I check your page, I swipe up, it's fucking up another couple hundred all the time. So it's a case yeah. of. Do you think that is just a case of like as basic as it sounds? I think it's probably is it just consistency? Is it just constantly pumping or is it quality? I, I, I think I have I think I know. You yes. actually you really understand the platforms. Like I'm I'm yeah. I'm looking at your your YouTube here from your very first very first uh, video a year ago. You understand thumbnails. 
Like you know why thumbnails work, whereas we Tony there didn't have a. Sorry, we Tony, you didn't, you didn't have a clue, like, and you I know what it worked. I had to link Tony up with my my thumbnail person. Uh, <laughs> and you, you know, because I I'm big into the whole art of you know, YouTube and why it works and why boys like Logan Paul and David Dobrik why are they successful? Your boy Paddy Galloway addicted to his videos, how he breaks it down. And then with TikTok, you know the videos that get viral traction. You know, mm. like you know the like the way they work, and I know the quick different changes, and it's stuff that I can never make myself. But yeah, I do it, understand why it works, and just by looking at all your content across, you it looks like all your content's very laid back and willy nilly, but it's not. I I'd say it's very planned out. You know exactly what you are going to succeed from the videos and from your content. Yeah, I know what the like consistency is part of it, but if you're consistently shit, you're not going to grow. Like if you're consistently posting awful content, like you see it, there's some PTs and stuff that literally post every day, but it's just wank. No one's reading it. It's the typical, it's the typical PT uh, posts with the shitty font, and they're all saying the exact same thing. If you want to, if you want to be successful online, you want to grow. Just look at what all the local PTs are doing and do the exact opposite of them, because like fucking hell, it is. It's actually a fucking joke like i was just starting to like the only pt that i really uh, obviously tony's my coach so he's not a pt he's, but... he, he's the one that i follow back in the day but say apart from tony obviously there's a few more since uh since him but they're mo they're mostly they're mostly dog wank like so i just my whole approach was just trying to be as as far apart from all of them as possible like just do the complete opposite thing and obviously as, from starting doing that i've picked up things along the way like with tiktok the length of the videos adding subtitles making a catchy telling people what they're getting straight away see with tiktok the way that you go viral is it's just not being short yeah and then my, my education is mostly done like when i want to proper educate people on a topic i try and get them to my instagram and then from instagram to my podcast so when, yeah. when people make it to my podcast that's when they're doing all their learning about fitness and nutrition and that sort of stuff but on tiktok it's short snappy videos that actually provide people with value and it's mostly like it's it's it ch chops and changes all the time because people get bored of the same stuff so for example at the start a lot of my a lot of my uh, content was just like here's how to lose fat you just need to be in a calorie deficit blah blah blah. but then after a while everyone fucking knows that because everyone's talking about calorie deficits and yeah. it's like right here's how to make it easier and then after a while everyone everyone copies your content like people co copy your content all the time so yeah. if i said here's three ways to make a calorie deficit easier like at the start it might have got a million views and then it got gets a few hundred thousand but it goes by watch time so if people keep seeing the same videos and they see other people posting the same videos then they're going to stop watching them so they stop getting pushed out so now it's moved into it moved into more stitching people so if someone put up uh, a video and it was just complete bullshit i would stitch them and people started calling me the gordon ramsay the fitness industry because i was like this person is a fucking idiot like they're literally so stupid but what happened oh, to me yes. there is yeah, my yeah. tiktok account kept getting temporarily banned so you start by getting your videos took down then you get a 24-hour ban then 48 hour and then it goes up to a week and after a week your account gets permanently banned so i've already got one week uh a one week temporary ban and i was like i was shit myself i was like i've got nearly fucking you know i built my business off this account i can't keep stitching people because it's just it's too risky so now i move more into just normal helpful videos that aren't like bog standard so for example like here's my opinion on such and such or else recipes they're the ones that have been doing really well recently so a lot of recipes and then my instagram is more for just being myself and talking about things but the, the problem with tiktok is i can't be myself on it anymore just through the fear of getting getting cancelled basically because people if you stitch someone's video and they report to you from for bullying it basically gets tucked down straight away so the content chops and changes all the time you'll notice that it's different on my podcast it's different on youtube it's different on tiktok i never really had like i never really done a lot of research into it like obviously i've done bits and bobs but most of it is from my own personal experience and figuring out what works yeah and then when i when i started figuring out what works with tiktok obviously a lot of the time uh people will say right you with your fitness goals and this and that it's long term like you need to put in the graph for years and years and years before you see any payoff but with tiktok is completely different you know i was growing a hundred thousand followers in one week sometimes so like when you're seeing this instant 
payoff it sounds bad but it's addicting you're addicted to seeing what works and then you're addicted to trying new things yeah. and it's not a bad addiction to have but at the end of the day there's no beating around the bush it's addict you're you're addicted to to growing your socials you're addicted yeah. to seeing that because it's the, the dopamine so that's something that i've almost had to control as well but it is it is through addiction basically that i have uh, i have been able to grow just by seeing what works like and it just it, it just keep doing it every single day so it's seeing what works doing it well and then doing it consistently but as yes. i said at the start if you do it consistently and you're awful at it you're not going to go anywhere yeah i think as well you'll is like you'll definitely get better with the reps so like even if your content is shite but you're posting four times a week it will get better eventually like you'll get better the more you do something the better you get even if it's dog shite it'll go from dog shite to okay shit and it'll slowly go to bad <laughs> to good so it'll slowly move up so Mickey I'll maybe be like a, I was going to say are you are you talking about your own TikTok here Tony I'm, ta- I'm talking about me in general here the world's the world's best uh, oats for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> the most basic the most basic porridge in the morning Tony calls the world's best how do you make that? And I'm like, it's, it's, par- it's porridge, mate. So see the same everybody asking me, here's your video, leave yeah. me the fuck alone. It's just it's just literally in the microwave. But uh, <laughs> Joe, I think is a really good thing. Me and you were talking about this the other day. Like, I also think it's time, as much as you're saying it's Like, a good lump of your day, although it's coaching, a good lump of the day is content creation, isn't it? Like, a good hour, more, 90 yeah. minutes. Like, yeah, most people don't see that. Do you know what I mean? Like, how long would you be talking there a day? If you had to, if you had to estimate on content creation so yes. if, you, if you ideas do, everything so you're talking at least two to three hours a day when you when you put it all together when you take into yes. consideration there's a podcast a week a youtube video a week uh tiktok every day and an instagram post every day so yeah. that's the thing people see me build my own academy and they see me pull all these people in and they're all like fuck you you set that academy up in like a month and then you pulled all these people in. And i was like actually i've been working like literally ridiculous hours like uh, for, for the past year so it is it's like two three hours a day on content and that's that's what it takes realistically like that's what it takes if you if you want to build up because you need you do need to be consistent with it as well once you find out what works and once you get good at it it's consistency because with the long form content so if you're doing stuff like podcasts youtube videos website articles people will go back and find that and it'll be showed up in the the when they search for things they'll be able to go back and find videos from years ago but say if you stop making instagram posts and tiktoks for a week you're you're gone people forget about you yeah. so it literally it needs to be in every single day i think yeah i think that's pretty much i was like mickey we were getting like 300 lessons maybe an episode at the very start maybe 200 and now it's like six seven hundred an episode sometimes way way more sometimes we really but the thing is like it only grows because we're constantly we're not constantly putting it out there but we're we're just kind of consistently doing it and the, as, as you were saying people go back and watch the other things but i think that is a good point is like people think oh joe he's, he's just really creative he's doing it on the spot but it's not it's it's you're actually planning it out it's filmed and people think yeah that maybe takes some 20 minutes he's just really on it whereas it's not it's like you can be and i know rightly and you'll definitely get this because you're pumping out so much you can literally go blank and you're like fuck oh well, you can tell when when social media, uh, the fitness influencers go blank and they put up a post that's just really, it's not that, you, you can just tell when they're struggling to get a bit of content, so they either recycle something or do something really weird that doesn't work for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, Tony's back. That, that's a lot, of the time, a lot of the time as well. It's not like, right, someone said, right, that it only takes him 20 minutes to make that TikTok, but it took me an hour to think of it. You know, yeah. like you're, 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 you only have so much creative imagination. Like, you can't sit down and just constantly pump out like video after video after video. Some days you wake up, and some days I wake up for like two, three TikToks, bang, 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 post them, they're up. I'll post like four TikToks in a day, but other days I can't even think of a post, and I'm like, what the fuck am I actually going to post here? And I could sit for two hours and then fire up some shitty post like right that'll do so that's the thing that people need to take into consideration as well you're not it's, your creative imagination isn't always going to be there ideas aren't always going to be flowing so that's why I, I find it useful to almost almost call it quits some days like some days you wake up and you're really motivated you get loads of stuff done but other days you literally can't think and you're like right if I put up a post today it's just going to be shit and it's just funny the, the, the way it works so you need, to, you need to take that into consideration as well yeah what about what do you did you find because you're probably one of the I would say local wise you're probably one of the the fastest growing social media people in the fitness industry did you did you you know family wise did they think this was all crazy 
yeah the thought was they're, they're sort of used to it now like because like sometimes uh, i'll be like i'll be like i'll just be talking about that and he would have seen me like videoing some cauliflower rice in the kitchen and he's like oh what was, what was the crack with that like and i was like oh yeah it got five million views on tiktok and he's like oh very good but at the start i was literally i was like there were the thought it was a bit mental but yeah. it's all it's all just normalized now and it shouldn't it shouldn't feel normal when you're ga- gaining like my tiktok grows like twenty thousand per week if i have a good week with a load of viral videos it'll grow like a hundred thousand that's a hundred thousand people like yeah i've only been doing this i've only been doing this what just just over a year i grew near six near seven hundred thousand in just over a year which is fucking bonkers like most people it takes them 10 20 years and they don't they don't come close to that like so 10 20 years or a or a good sex tape like yeah, yeah, one or the other, like, but no, well, we can't, I'm not even have one up next. <laughs> <laughs> Take the link of my Insta bag and see this. Tony, <laughs> you're, the wee light bulb <laughs> just went off for you there, Tony. Tony is sitting back there and we ding ding. <laughs> I read text Hillary, I've got the camera and a tripod set up next week. We'll see how it goes. Three That's views. Like- Leaked. That's how you're gonna take over my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> People pay to turn that shit off, I reckon. But yeah, hey, what are we talking about? Did uh, see from the, from the local local side of things? Did you find much resistance? Did you find like you, some of your friends or people kind of going, oh, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" Like it's you know. Or so, no people that don't understand, or or maybe some of the guys from the 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 old days that were still in the sash head mode. Okay, like- so at, at the start, I think I was actually blown away by how many people respected what I was doing yeah. when I first put up a YouTube video because everyone, everyone, like I was something that I regret is I was qu- always quite a yes man. I always wanted to please everyone. So I never really had too many enemies. So when I posted a YouTube video, I was just the one that got in everyone's right side. So everyone's like, oh, fuck Casey's posting a video for a play. The only people that I got resilience off was other local PTs who seen what I was doing and seen that a few months ago, I was a complete wreckhead, but now I'm making videos and I'm getting yeah. all this attention. And at the start, you see them, they fo- they actually, some of them follow you at the start. And then they unfollow you and they still view all your stories and yeah. then they try and they try and badmouth you but then they realize that it's not working because what there's nothing to badmouth about and then some of them copy your content and stuff so the only really the only really negative feedback i got was off other local pts which says more about them than yeah. me and like obviously i was doing a lot of reading and stuff at the time and i probably would have let that get to me before if it was like back in the day if someone if someone had a negative opinion uh, about me it would really get to me i was like why does that person not like me but now if someone has a negative opinion i'm like right what does their opinion actually say here do they have a point no they don't yeah. have a point fuck them i don't care well, so it's uh, about being able to not i never i still everyone cares what other people think no matter what they say but it's about being able to take other people's opinion and process it realize that if it's someone that you probably wouldn't take advice from you probably shouldn't take criticism for them and then just move on so there's always going to be pushback when you're moving in the right direction there's always going to be people dragging you down but realistically i've got to the stage where i can take on that pushback i can see what they're saying and like don't get me wrong if someone has a valid point they're like this but he's saying that that's wrong i'll be like right i'll take on their opinion but most of the time i'll take on their opinion does it matter does it fuck and then i just forget yeah well most of the time if it's if their opinion is wrong it won't hurt you like it won't hurt you but if their opinion's right and you know deep down in the back of your head fuck them they're right then it mm. will piss you off like me and tony mm. we talk about it all the time people only ever hate up nobody hates down nobody hates the guy who's doing shit for himself they hate the guy who's doing well like tony the amount that <laughs> the hate tony gets on tiktok well, it does make my day like daily. I love it, but right in front of our accounts. <laughs> but also, like it, it tells you more about the person writing it. Like taking time out of their hand, going calling them a gansh and all. Brilliant, I, great I've word. Never, I've never ever left anything negative. I think maybe when I was younger, I would have commented poorly on people, but that's yeah. like maybe the way, I, like the way I was just the way I was maturing until I sort of got my head screwed on. But I honestly think, see that whole hate thing too. See whenever people are like that too. As much as say somebody's in the same industry or somebody's in a different industry and they hate you or they give you shit or you just because you as much as people don't think you hear through the grapevine mm-hmm. you do like you hear through oh such and such you said you, like you don't even want it, it just comes to you something and what the problem is that person could probably benefit from you actually being on their good side you know like yeah you, you see see if somebody writes to me and they've been numb but sound they've shared my content they've been like fuck that was see when they ask me for advice or they ask my opinion on something or they just even I'm ten times more likely to help them. Whereas if somebody 
is going on like a cock. You're just like, well, why would I even give you a hand? You're a fucking belly. And so it's just a case of you sort of make your own luck. Like if you're in a rut, like all of a sudden, if a PT is really sound, you're right, and he's local and he's a young lad, and he goes, fuck, could you give me a hand with TikTok videos? Nine times out of ten, he's sound, young, fat. you're going to go, fuck, well, you know what? I'll send a wee voice still here. If it's somebody that's been commenting on your videos or you've heard that he's an arsehole, you're just going to read it and go see you later. So yeah. it works. It it, 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 it it leaves them in a circle of like, just being a fucking yeah. but, but also local ways like PTs, they're gonna they're gonna hate what you're doing yes. because they are when well, we have been over this so many times and the amount of PTs are cracked up about last week's as well, because we were saying that they don't deserve to be paid as much as they do. They uh they're all jealous. Every single one of them. They're living a lifestyle that they can't keep up. They're jealous. They're probably not they're not as good as they think they are. They're not as good as they say they are. They're using tactics to get clients. And they hate to see someone do it a different way and be successful because they're living on waiting for the day that it all crumbles around them and they have to yeah. go back to the gym floor or they have to yeah. go back to doing classes. And then they're like, oh, fuck, I can't hang out at these coffee shops anymore. Put a wee laptop shop shots and saying, <laughs> oh, Client checking time, you know, yeah. instead of going, no, you have to get back and do the fucking Zumba lad, 12 o'clock yeah. Zumba class, don't be late. And that's why they'd be jealous because they'd see someone and then they go, why am I not doing that? And as you said, the next step is let's start to copy them. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, what, they what don't know. Yeah. What I, what I found too was I can, it's built into my personality. See if someone is nice to me and someone is good to me, I cannot like be a cunt to them. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Like, so say, say yeah. for example, if there's someone that I've know, knew, like grew, growing up and they're at the very start of their journey, they've only started PT and, and they, they've always been dead on to me. They've been sound to me and then message me and be like, yo, I need a hand with TikTok and you help me with some videos. I would literally put a blueprint right in front of them. I would say, look, this is what you need to do. You need to put subtitles in your videos. You need to get attention in the first 30 seconds, blah, 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 blah. If you make a few videos, send them over to me. I'll have a look. And I would, no problem at all. But see when there's people that you grew up with and they're just, they're, they'll, they'll unfollow you and then they'll still, they'll still view all your stories to the point where you have to block them. And then they'll copy your content. You're like, what are you doing, mate? What the fuck are you doing? If you were just dead on to me and you shot me a message, I would have literally helped you out. And you actually probably might've been a bit successful and not so shit, but that's not the way it worked out. It, tra- it transfers across too, because it didn't even have to be in fitness. Like I've had people ask me about growing media, like growing following, like fair enough, I'm not, I'm not big in any shape or form on it, but in case of even running a business, people will ask me questions that are outside the fitness industry, Joe, you know, people that are running Joe you know, car battling services or something random. And they'll just go like, or for example, like me and me and the boy that like Mickey, that like sort of does my sports massage, like talking about price increases, like how do you go about that? And it not sound wrong. So mm-hmm. simple things like that, where like, if somebody's an arsehole, you're not going to give them a hand in any shape or form because all businesses overlap. Even though somebody runs a restaurant, somebody's a PT, does not mean that it can't be a value of exchange because these are both running businesses. So something that you see from the outside in on a different business is very, very valuable. But as you said, like you, you, you can't, it actually hurts you to help somebody that's been a bell end. And then Joe, so I think people like that. They don't even realize they're doing it. You need good self-awareness to realize like, right. Why am I not following him? Like, is that, mm-hmm. is that on me? Joe, am I doing that for my, uh, why am I, why am I viewing his stories when I don't follow? Joe, there's questions there where people need to ask themselves and go, like, what the fuck am I doing, Joe? What's the case yeah. of that? Mickey, is there any topics you want to dive into or anything? But or are you- just going back to that, you also, uh, if you're like, if they're on following you, they also have to ask themselves the question, why are they still viewing your content? That's what. That's the thing. I have no like, problem. Why the someone, fuck? Like unfollow, yeah, yeah, if you don't like it, but you're going back to view it. So it really <laughs> every every time, like every uh, fucking story. The first oh, here, I would scare you if you look at the story views from people on my stories, mm. and I'm like, I don't do that. I don't watch that. Like I don't know how you have the time. I go on. I go on the odd time. The first person. The yeah. first person that comes up. Like. Yeah, I go on the odd time because. I like to see who's viewing my stories that's not following me and why they're viewing the stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only ever when I'm DJing, I don't look at them like when I throw up a shoot, like the like our podcast ones or whatever, because it's mad the amount of people that get fucked off that you're uh, when you're DJing at a gig or doing something. It's just I like I like to see boys that they would never drop you a text to go all that. Like some of my big gigs in Ibiza, how was last night or good luck tonight? And then you look at it and then they're viewing the stories. And then you're like, that's so fucking weird because they are nice people and they're dead on. We just probably aren't 
know, we're not friends. So, yeah, but hands I, are fucked. Aye, yeah. so no, but it's it's good to kind of know, especially in business, when you get the level that we're at in Ibiza, that there's boys always asking, "Can you help me? Can you get me out there?" And then you're like, "I probably can help you, but I don't know if I should." Because they're the same people that are probably trying to, you know, take your crown in a way. You know, you're letting, yeah. letting wolves in the door where other people that don't, like, you, you don't even know them. You've never met them. And then they're texting you going, all oh, out, fair play or, or nice one or here, send me your new song. I'll give it a share. Mm-hmm. But then you get other yeah, boys can... that are literally going in a roundabout way to try to run you down. Whereas you think you're all, you're all we're all, we're all friends here. So that's where you can, tell, you can so, tell them from Malawi too. Yeah, like that's where sometimes it's good to kind of know because if you're in a position to help people, you can help the wrong people. Like you mm, can help yeah. people that you think are in your group or they're good for you. Like here, when I first started, this story's been told a million times. When I first started DJing, trying to get into Belfast, I had a group of DJs in Belfast who literally went out of their way to block every gig I ever got. Like Seriously? I had, gi- I had well, gigs confirmed. And then all of a sudden I was getting phone calls saying, here, lad, uh, I actually have someone else doing that night. I'll get you again. That happened that boy, to... That boy, Mickey shits out the back on the floor. Don't, don't be letting him into DJ and Thompson's. That happened, uh, that happened three or four times. And then when I got given my first gig by Gary, who owns Slim's Kitchen now, he was getting phone calls from DJ and going, what the fuck are you doing, man? Why are you letting him in? You're No, he can come in here and take him. Gary was just like, what the fuck are you on about? He's a mate that just... It's a gig, yeah. fuck it. But for year, like for six months, I could not work out why I was getting these gigs confirmed. And days later, a week later, or an hour later, I was getting phone calls saying, oh, sorry, lad, it was double booked. Hey, I'll get you in again. Never got in again. Mm-hmm. But yet them lads now are the ones texting me going off. There's any gigs coming up, give me a shout. Or uh, how'd you get in over in Ibiza? How'd you get here? How'd you get the gigs in Australia? And you're just like, I kind of still remember what you did to me, but yeah, I will still help but- you because... I don't hold grudges again, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to help them the same way as it would help a young DJ coming through who share, as Tony said, shares everything, uh, supports stuff. They're the boys that I'm keen to help, not the boys that are keen to keep other people down. Do you know what it is too? I think in your life too, you have to realize that who's actually trying to give you a hand, like who's a real friend or who's going to pull you out of a hole and who's actually there because you're of some sort of value to them. Yeah, like, like when, they're, when... They're looking something in return for being, like they're almost at your friend or in your circle or in the loop with you because like maybe they're messaging you flat out and then all of a sudden they want something, they want into a club. Yeah. They want into... Oh. So they're not, they're not a true, their only value is that you are in a position to give them a hand. Whereas... Yeah. They're not the sort of people that will be helping other people, Joe. You know, it's and for me, it's a case of like even whenever like I've been looking at people to come on board and give me a hand with the houses and stuff. And like the first thing that I was looking at, like we were talking to my mom's, and the first thing we said is she was like, "Oh, you're gonna hire somebody that does real estate." And I was like, "I'm gonna hire based completely off character because you can teach skills, you can't teach character or morals." Like yeah, that's exactly. in, that's ingrained in. Like for example, like my sister gives me a hand with things, and she is the perfect person for it. Whereas you can like don't get me wrong, I'll hire somebody outside, but. I almost want to know who they are. And I know that sounds so odd, but that's why I feel like almost interviewing process and stuff. I know you wouldn't do this for your friends, but in case of character and morals is the thing where it's hard to actually read some things with people. And you have to, you don't want to look too far into people because that's maybe a wee bit much, but do you know what I mean by that? Like it's a very yeah. weird. Well, it was like at the start of lockdown when you rang me crying down the phone going, <laughs> oh, my business is fucked, Mickey. Um, can you, can we start a podcast and then all your followers will, will help me and all like, I'm skint like I can't buy any more protein and my muscles are going to get small and I said no bother Tony we'll do this and I will I'll turn you not only into Nuri's most famous PT sorry your, your mate in the gym stole that but um, I'll turn you into Northern Ireland and it worked and you're welcome you're welcome first of all and I'll take my I'll take my 10% I'll take my 10% whenever you're ready but no but that's true that's true that is true like it's uh it's a lot of a lot of it is to do with just knowing knowing your circles, and that's why a lot of people always talk about keeping your circle small. Yeah, naturally it goes small. It does naturally go small. The smarter you kind of get, and the more you realize, we always talk about this about value. It it naturally gets smaller, but there is some people like you can see. Everybody knows that guy who's got loads of money that fires it about him and with a massive circle. 
there's only so there's only so many people that you actually connect with and there's nothing wrong with that like yeah when you're younger and stuff you're going to have quite a big circle with school and people that you you go out drinking with and all but as you get older you start you start to not pick people apart but you start to see flaws in them and you start to see right what i actually want to be mates with them for the the rest of my life and then your your circle naturally does get smaller like and there's there's nothing wrong with that sure i think it is i think you i think as you got older you might not realize but i think you value time more than anything Mm-hmm. like time's more important than anything more important than like your money or anything else because you can't get it back so whenever you're like right will i go for a coffee with him or him who actually am i going to get not even more from but it's going to be better my time whereas you, you start to go do you know what and people will realize this like the older you get whenever you're young you'll literally hang around anybody just for a bit of crack whereas you get older you're like fuck no that person brings me down i can't be arsed with that they just complain or they do this or you couldn't and all of a sudden i think it's because you value your own time and like how much you have left rather than fucking just spunking about whereas I think a lot of people don't grasp that and that's why they end up with bigger circles yeah we've, we've got a few questions oh spicy um, dream collab Sean dream collab fuck I'm not really one for uh, collabs that much I know you were talking about James Smith I wouldn't mind getting him on my podcast I think I'll be cool oh, because I... he's he's the one that I started um, following at the start I actually have a few a few other people lined up from a podcast as well uh this fella jordan sad he's quite big in america yeah yeah i like he, him he's, he's he's come on my podcast soon so can you I, get james smith well i've i've messaged i've been messaging and all of that. i was actually messaging saying you lad because i put up a story and they're all like are you calling it the sean casey academy and i was all like yeah the only reason was sort of didn't want to call it was that because it's quite similar to the james smith academy and he actually messaged me he's like you lad it's sweet you can call it that but like i would i would eventually get him down the line but he's a big thing like if someone has a smaller audience than him he'll not go on their podcast because he could say the same thing to a bigger audience yeah you know he's he's very responsible he's very responsive on on instagram like he will respond to messages that's one thing i will give them for such a big following do you think that's him though or do you think he's no it's no it's a a hundred percent him all right see i would i would be interested i would be interested to hear that because there's so many people with smaller followings that i know that people are floating their instagram dms doing no sure i booked them for titanic and he replied they cancelled it and ran it themselves and he replies he still replies to some of my stories but is it voice note no 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 we reply See, that's right i'd be like oh is it, is nah. it, is it some believe, believe me most people with big accounts are running their own accounts because they're personal to them and it's only it's only someone else it's only people that like don't really bother with social media has someone running their accounts yeah you mean like for example like you would run your own account but delegate like for example james smith is only running his instagram like he's not doing any of the coaching no so that's where his that's where he's best so he's doing that Uh, joe dream collab right so his stories so the way they work it is his stories are all him his dms are all him but everything all the posts that go up are all scheduled they're all scheduled so someone's scheduling them or he's scheduling them He's not sitting there going, oh, fuck, I must put this post up now. It's done. Like, it's all very much planned out, his calendar. Yeah, but a- anything else on ad hoc where he's fucking floating about or doing shit is all, is all kind of him because he does reply cheeky shit to some PD stuff as well yeah, when he yeah. sees it. Um, but Dream Collab-wise, like, there's fucking... Who'd you take me? I'm interested to hear who you take me to. Oh, TM Cycles all day long. We've had him. I know, but he's no, but he's he's still the number one. Him or Max Tuning? I think I'd like somebody like Mike Tyson or something. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson, yeah. I'd pay Mike cool. Tyson to punch <laughs> you in the face. Because the thing is, like, as much as like GF Smith and all's out there, like Mike Tyson's completely. What about Arnie? See, I don't know. That's still fit. I think Mike Tyson would be cool because he's he's like I would like love to ask him like, what made you bite off that boy's ear and all that? Do you know, so t- uh, questions. Like I know he'll say that, but I don't know. I think he's loose as well. I would want somebody loose in the conversations. You know, that's fucking gonna whip out anything. And you just uh, go, uh, there's <laughs> a few. Some of them YouTubers just like boys like Christian Guzman, who's the stuff he's built is just fucking incredible for such a what, young age. Like, what would they, what was their questions? There, I'm interested. These are good. Uh, plans for the future. Where do you see your social media going? Um, I want to keep growing. See, like, I just always want to do new things, right? So I've grown quite quickly on the social media, and then I started doing one-to-one coaching, and then I launched my own academy all within the space of a year. Usually the way it works with PTs is they'll go, and they'll do it in person for a few years, and then they'll do it online for a few years, 
and then after another few years then they launched their own academy or something whereas i just like escalated that process and yeah. done them person for a wee while and then online and now i've launched their own academy and now, now that i've launched the academy i'm focusing on running it and making it as good as possible but now i'm like making my own recipe book because i want to start pushing it but i'm putting that in viral videos and selling it too so i just feel yeah. like I never really have any firm, solid plan for what I'm going to do, but things just happen, and I feel like things are going to continue to just happen because I'm always thinking of what's next. I always want to know what's next, so I can see, like, it can, as long as I don't get banned off TikTok, I'm, I'll hopefully hit a million soon. <laughs> but uh, no promises there. I'll end up getting cancelled by by someone, no doubt. But do you have backup to, accounts? I have one backup account, yeah, but it's only got like four K. Yeah. But, well, well yeah, if no, it's there, people keep... soon bounce over to it if you do get careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to just keep keep growing that, keep growing the academy, and then just do whatever comes to mind, I'll do it. Like, I want to always do new things. Yeah, when the new the new social media that's going to come out or the new platform that's going to come out. There will be, no, one, no doubt, in a few years. Oh, like, yeah, there's yeah. There's pro- it's probably there already. It just hasn't. TikTok's only in, what, two years, maybe, Max? Well, it was music. It was musically before that, and then musically yeah. was huge, and then it got infiltrated by bad people. Sure, sure, look how big Facebook was. Five, look how big Bebo was. Fucking ten years ago, then Facebook, and now Instagram sort of king dick. And well, see, that's the thing. Instagram isn't king dick, not by a long so. shot. Facebook is still the number one by probably three times Instagram. I think it is still. How, how, how often do you used to be on? Like, I mean, I am never on Facebook. Like. It's it's too salesy. It's, it's it's for friends and family. Yeah. Now. Older generation. Yeah. yeah, it's not really for like no one's no one's going to start Facebook and then grow their Facebook in this day and age. Like, yeah. Well, it, the only thing it is good for is adverts. It's my still mate, it's still the number friend, one in adverts. My, yeah, my friend David Young, whenever he was starting online coach, I think he's doing it ten years. And like to be honest, that's a long time for somebody in Ireland doing it. He was saying whenever he first started. He didn't realize, but like his following was there's no instant all over. He was using it, so he grew everything through Facebook. Yeah, but he was telling me like I didn't realize this. And he was like that many people were trying to add him as a friend to see his content. Like Facebook has like a ten thousand friend limit. Five on, your, yeah. on like your friends, not on the yeah, pages. Five thousand, though. Five thousand. So he was saying like he was having to go in every two to three days, delete five or six hundred people, add new people, just so that he could rotate, just so people could see it. Yeah, and then obviously he had to make a, a Facebook page and all that came in. But he was ten years ago. There wasn't that sort of thing for it. He was like, it was literally just your profile yeah. where you post. There was no like pages. There was none of that. He was like, yeah. so it's just interesting because you don't realize that like TikTok will move to Instagram. That's the importance of like you moving your following across Instagram because then you can convert it all to the next platform and that's longevity. But I would say one of the reasons why is why you're saying there are PTs and stuff and get that cycle of like PT and in person and thing. The followings obviously helped you speed that up. But the reason a lot of people probably get stuck in that loop is because they're putting just like me they put a lot of time into their clients or into their actual workflow rather than dialing back clients now to then reap the rewards later Joe mm-hmm. almost like a short term loss in income to grow following for later income Joe that's sort of the way that yeah. I imagine it's break down Mickey you, oh, sir go ahead were you going to say something yeah because I grew I grew like what like 50 60 thousand people at least before I even started charging for any services so yeah. I was doing it all without even being a PT at the start like yeah which, which helps because then you're you're, you're obviously fine tuning the skill of content whereas majority of people are fine tuning the skill of coaching first mm-hmm. whereas yeah. it's, it's probably easier to pick up coaching in my opinion than to be a good content creator like I'm yeah. people follow do you, have, do you have any more Mickey I'm interested here holy moly <laughs> Them arms getting fatter, eh? You up the calories? No, I'm lean as fuck. Look at that bicep vein. There's a bit of vein there, aye. That's the one I'm a wiener. But more, more plates, more dates would be a good club. Yeah, I like him actually. Uh, Greg Duchette, but that- he's too shouty. Uh, he's shouty as fuck, like. <laughs> but he's very good. Uh, dealing with hate and cancel culture on TikTok. This must be from someone who uh, knows about the strikes. Mm. I there it's it's mental like you're you're getting you're getting cancelled left right and center like I've been called everything apparently I'm um, 
friggin' transphobic, the whole work. Someone tried to cancel me the other day and <laughs> call me transphobic because I put up I put up an Instagram story and said, uh, what did I say? And it, what's your biggest turnoffs? And someone said when when she has a dick and i and i put it up in my story and i said that's always a tricky one and then next thing i know i check my i check my tiktok and someone put up a video of that and being like look at this sean casey has just launched his own business and he's being transferred i was like hold on a minute like what people just so they yeah. saying you have to be welcome of a dick yeah so yeah, even basically. if you're straight you have to go yeah. no well i know i'm straight but and it was the fact that it was someone else said it and I put it up and I said that's always a tricky one yeah. but like people are after you left right and center like people are out to get you and see no cancel culture it's it's fucking it's it's ridiculous it, you know what it does it takes away from when real issues actually happen because everyone's yeah. out to get after you so when when real issues of racism sexism transphobia whatever when they actually happen no one takes it seriously because everyone's in a rush to cancel everyone I've been called um, a mansplainer for explaining female fat loss and how it's different to do with the menstrual cycle yeah. but to be fair someone t- someone told me I was mansplaining and then I shared that and said you know what you can get fucked and then all these other <laughs> girls started coming and you're not mansplaining this person's an idiot so there's a select few people that are like they're 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 a small minority but the, the actions that they're doing is making them feel like they're bigger than they are Jones a prime example. Do you remember I done the, the the story? It fucking was nuts. It's probably my most viewed stories. It was the the there was this whole trend going around about what's the X in guys. So I put up what's your X about girls. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, and and the first person who wrote in, I'll not mention him because I know him. He wrote in going when she's got a vagina like a fucking donor kebab. And then I just <laughs> I just burst out because I read it to my mum laughing. So like I read yeah. it on story and I goes oh grim one nothing worse slap my ass like completely joking. And the next one was. When he, uh, somebody, some girl wrote in about a boy going, when he's got a right angle cock. And I started laughing. I put that up as well. But I'm not joking. See anybody with a right angle cock, they didn't message me. See no. anybody, who had a, a, <laughs> yeah, no, no, anybody who had a fanny that was misshaped, I got a message from yeah. freaking out going, you've got a platform, you're abusing female thing. And I was like, I'm not abusing just females. I was like, it's not like that. I goes, I'm just not a fucking snowflake. Like, see if somebody turns around and goes, I don't like boys that are under five foot 10 or under six foot. I don't go under five oh, five. Fuck, yeah, and I turn around and I don't crack the fuck up. I go, you know, who gives a fuck? Whereas yeah. it's just like I put up a story of a fucking dog and was like, oh, this dog, my dog's got Eddie HD because it literally wouldn't stop jumping. And I honestly do think it's got Eddie HD. And all of a sudden, fucking every ma, every person that Eddie HD, the country, that's fucking a disgrace. No, we're trying to take this serious in your post. And I wrote back being like, I honestly do think my dog is Eddie HD and you need to wind your fucking neck in. Yeah, you need to show some respect. I yeah. think everything's taken out of context uh, this weather too. And you know what people are trying to do? They're trying to they're trying to perfect the world. There's always going to be people that are cunts. There's always going to be people that uh, abuse others. There's always going to be people. You can't make the world perfect. So their idea is to make the world perfect and make no one say anything wrong and make no one do anything wrong. And it just doesn't work. It's never going yeah. to work. You need to learn how to tolerate. You need to learn how to deal with it and educate people. But you can't just cancel everyone one every time that yeah. they say something and take things out of context a lot of the time it's things that are taken out of context because instead of they're looking for ways to be offended they're looking for ways to something yeah. for something to be racist yeah. or sexist so instead of someone actually being racist or sexist they're going through and looking at old tv programs wait is that thing that that person said could we twist that so it seems racist could we twist it so it seems sexist oh we need to cancel that program and it just it's a piss take like yeah, like prime example, I put up a story of somebody in Dubai, right? And they were sitting with the exact same heads that I am. Do you know what the talking part? <laughs> and they were sitting like this. Do you remember this, Mickey? Sure, I was one of the first to text. I go, you're going you're gonna to hear stuff about this one. So, so, so it was a boy from like, he must have been like, he was of Indian descent, like in around that region, right? Just and spit had, it out. He looked like someone who worked in a call center. Right. And <laughs> I put up going, like he literally turned around on the phone and goes, yeah, 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 I'm looking up, I'm looking up the data, I'm looking up the laptop now. Now he had this plugged into his phone, whatever I was, so he wasn't even on the laptop, he was just typing in now, he wasn't doing anything, he was talking complete shite. And he was like, have you tried this, you tried that? And I was sort of going, what the... So I just goes, this is obviously the boy you'd be talking to, do you want to be your fucking, they're like, turn it on and off. BT. <laughs> and, and the thing is, I put it up, and I put it up completely about the fact that the headset, and he was doing deadly, and all of a sudden, you're fucking racist, what the fuck, just because every... And I was going, I actually didn't post that because he was Indian the fact you're saying that shows yeah. you're actually stereotyping and you're the fuck and then all of a sudden oh no 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 I'm not I'm not no I'm not no. and I was going this can just go tit for tat there's a reason as you said not see just because you don't agree with somebody's opinion yeah doesn't make them a cunt well, like, well, neighbor and conservatives you're not going to agree with both you're going to be one doesn't mean we've won but do you know what I mean it's that oh fuck it burns it burns me ah 
Opinions are like arseholes, but everyone has them, right? But the worst thing is now everybody's got a platform to share them now, and they think yeah. that they deserve to be listened to. Like we all know, fr- we even know friends and family. We know uncles, aunties that you should never take advice from. Why are you going to take advice from some fucking stranger down the street who's trying to change the world for the better? You know, it's it's people have this sort of I don't know. I think they made value. They value their opinion that much that they think other people needs to value them. But it's worse when it's other people that they don't even know and never will know. It's like when James Smith put up that post. We talked about it. He he put it up for a very good reason. But all the MPTs that got really annoyed and all the bodybuilders got really annoyed, it was because it struck such a nerve with them. The amount of bodybuilders in the world that didn't bother their head even replying was because yeah, they were like, her. you're fucking probably right. I don't yeah. agree. There's always stuff you agree with, always stuff you don't agree with, but the ones that really got nasty were the ones that he literally hit the nail on the head. Yeah, plus if you're triggered by something, uh, you need to go, why am I being triggered by this? Is this actually true? Because sometimes, like, he'll have said that, right, and there'll be loads of people that will be on the other side and go, you know, you know what, bodybuilding actually has given me so much. There will be some people he's talking to, and it will actually serve them. It'll help them if they actually listen to that and go, you know what, the reason I'm annoyed by this is because he is fucking bang on the money. I'm wasting my life here. I'm not going to be a pro Olympian. I'm treating my life like it. I'm not enjoying myself, Joe. And yeah. I'm depressed. And so if you're getting triggered by something, it's like me. See if I'm triggered by something. I'm like, right, am I triggered because what is the reason? Like deep down, do I have an insecurity by that? Or is yeah. there something that they're saying that's fucking true and I don't want to hear it? Like you're only annoyed sometimes whenever you hear the fucking truth and you're going, fuck, that's on the money. And I've I've not realized that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That, that's where you... you you have to look at your own flaws then if, if it does hit home and you go fuck maybe she's right like the amount of people that's come up to me before and go you're a fucking shit DJ and I'll go to them I, right. and I go to them I bet you <laughs> by the time you leave uni you'll be at least 200 of my gigs <laughs> and they call, you see them years later and then they're all like oh my god what's the crack and you're like mate I was a shite DJ and they all just fucking start laughing <laughs> but the you, you, amount of times you get it and the amount of times like people get abused for stuff or like James Smith at the time the boys were writing underneath calling him flabby bitch tits and then he made this video about your boy and go that's no way to talk about me would you talk about your clients that way and you're just like oh fuck he's just spinning this on the head and then you go this boy literally lost the run himself called him derogatory names for probably the very reason people might go to him to be trained and now they're his his clients are looking at that going Fuck, I wonder does he think about me that way when I sent him my check-ins yeah. on a Sunday morning? Mm-hmm. It's, exactly. it's, it's fucking, nuts. it's nuts, but... Did you have any more, any more? We done no, Dustin? that's a done. That's a any done. final notes, Mickey? You're usually full of wisdom. Final notes is... Don't Sean, need Sean, snow. don't need yellow snow, but Sean, please help Tony with his fucking TikToks. <laughs> and please help him with... Well, you're already helping us. His YouTubes have went up. But please help me with these TikToks. I can't. Uh, I can't deal with these anymore. There, like in it, one day at a time. He needs to. He needs to learn. I know you're not a miracle worker, like, but you know, just fucking help them on because it's 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 borderline. I don't know. Like it's just it's like a parody account. You know, you're going. Oh, is he doing? Is he doing shit for badness? The world's best overnight oats or world's best porridge. Right, let's call it there. Sean, where can people find you on if they haven't found you yet on uh, social media? Instagram and TikTok is SKC Fitness Podcast, the Sean Casey Fitness Podcast, and YouTube is Sean Casey Fitness. Boom. <laughs> you know where to find us. <laughs> yeah, in the bay. See you later. Thanks very much.